Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the 20th Century Girls podcast. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> so, Megan, this is our last episode for the year. That's crazy. Like, I... our one-year anniversary, I think, is next month, actually, doing this podcast. That's insane. We'll have to record something special for it. I, I don't know what, but I don't we'll, know. We'll, we'll have to think of something. Yeah, we'll come up with something. Because I know we, have, we still have plenty of ideas on what to do, but... I don't know. We'll, we'll figure something out. That's very true. Just something special. <laughs> so for today's episode and our final episode of 2021, it's a, it's a little bit of a special episode. I mean, our last several have been special episodes, but this one also is a special episode. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a tribute episode, birthday ep- review episode altogether. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so if you read the description or the title of this podcast episode, it is called Rita Moreno, Just a Girl Who Decided to Go For It, which is the name of her documentary that is currently on Netflix. In the U.S. In the U.S., yes. We don't know about other countries, unfortunately, but in the U.S., that is what it is. Um, and yeah, Megan and I both watched it. We we both adore Rita Moreno. She's, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> she's fire. <laughs> We love her. Um, so, yeah, we were both so excited. I remember when we first found out about this, Megan and I were texting each other like, did you hear? Like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's going to be, like, a, at festivals, but how are we going to watch it? Yeah. I, it was I only in a few, like, theaters, but not where find, we live. We had to try to find some way to watch it, and I couldn't find it anywhere. I couldn't mm-hmm. even find out when it was released. Like, right. It was just, oh, it was just at festivals. So I was like, oh, I'm just assuming it's getting released there, but I could not find it anywhere in theaters. So I remember when I saw it on Netflix, I sent you a Snapchat and I was like, oh my God, it's on Netflix. <laughs> You're like, yes. And Megan watched it a little while ago. I finally watched it. And then we're like, this, th- this is it. This is our next episode. We have mm-hmm. to do it. Of course. Um, yeah, we we love her, and it was a very good documentary. Um, she's so cute. I just, oh, I love her. Yeah, and she, she like, tells you her story, which mm-hmm. I always think is so interesting in documentaries when, like, they actually have the actual person, person. there to, like, mm-hmm. talk about their experiences because, you know, it's from them. Like, mm-hmm. they lived this. Mm-hmm. And the, I love the title, which... You'll find out the reason behind the title name. And it's it's just so cute. We love it. It's so cute. Um, Something else I was incredibly excited about was that it was produced by the one and only Lin-Manuel Miranda, who I love. If he weren't happily married, I would so marry him. He's just such a wonderful person ingenious and talented like he is the whole catch he's pretty amazing (laughs) he he is definitely one of a kind man 100 percent oh i'm jealous i will i love you lynn (laughs) hopefully i can work with you one day (laughs) just manifesting it putting it out there you know no big deal um yeah so Going on into this documentary, um, it's not that long either. It's like an hour and a half, which I wish it was longer. But, you know, maybe two hours? Was it pushing two hours? I think it was pushing about an hour and a half, an hour 45. Yeah, but, I mean, so not long. They fit a lot in there. Like, you mm-hmm. get her life story for the most part. Yeah. And there's like, I, I like, I've researched her and stuff, but there's still other things that I learned about. And I was like, oh, whoa. Like, kind of like her darker background. Um, her tough past. I was like, wow, I had no idea. Now, one thing I do love is um, we're not going to spoil everything for you guys. You have to go watch it and learn more. But um, she is actually an EGOT and the first Latina female to do so, which we love. Yes. Um, (laughs) If you do not know what an EGOT is, it is someone who wins the four major awards for like artistic performance. It is an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Um, Which it's a great achievement and very few people have achieved it nowadays, but like you're top of the top. If you do get all those, um, not, not being nominated, you have won all four. 
Um, For sure. But I love, and I'm pretty sure it was Whoopi Goldberg who said this. Um, And Megan knows exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, like, nowadays it's a thing. She talked about how nowadays it's something that people try to strive for to achieve. But back then, it was just work. They just performed, and they happened to win these awards. And like, oh, wow, I won all four awards. Cool. That was it. That was that was work. That was it. <laughs> oh, I love that. I found that so funny. It's um that is definitely like a weird thing to think about. Like to like now it's really is something that people are like, oh my god. But it was just work. It was then, an everyday yeah. thing. They were just being awarded for their work. Exactly. Although one um, thing I did find kind of interesting is I didn't actually know what she'd won her Grammy in. Mm-hmm. So that was fun to learn about. And what I thought was it, it was again? hilarious. What was um, it again? I think like she mentioned it was like for an out al- for like a kid's album or something. Okay, that's like what that. I thought. I had to do something with kids. Yeah, it was for sure. like it was for like a kid's album and I was just like, Oh my god, is that really what she won her Grammy? <laughs> I mean she got it. But it kind of got it kind of fits her, so I'm I think oh, yeah, it's adorable. Um, and yeah, so she, since she was the first Latina female to do so, there was not a lot of Latina representation, especially on the female side um, back in the day. Um, she actually mentioned Rita Hayworth as one of the first Latina stars. Um, you never like know that. Be re- yeah, to represent. I had no idea. This was one thing I was like, wait, Rita Hayworth is Hispanic? I had no idea. And then they were saying that because they don't want her to portray Hispanic. They want her to, you know, be a white girl. Um, they really, like, makeup and hair, they really heavily influenced that. So, you, yeah, you had no idea. Yeah, they changed her name. They mm-hmm. changed her name, dyed her hair, heavily did makeup on her. They, I think, the, I think they, like, redid her eyebrows, too, because, oh my like, gosh. her eyebrows were, like, too Hispanic. I don't even know what that even I means. Know. But bushy, I, I don't know. <laughs> Not all of us have bushy eyebrows. But you can look at pictures of her when she was like younger, and I mean, yes, you can tell she's she's Latina. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, she doesn't look. I don't know. I the whole transformation of mm-hmm. Rita Hayworth just fascinates me. Like it really, like it really does, and especially in comparison that she was coming up around the same time as Rita Moreno, and she's like proud of her hair. She's like, you know, she she's like be proud of it. And mm-hmm. then you have Rita Hayworth who'd come basically like, kind of before her, like, you know, basically had to be whitewashed. Mm-hmm. So, Whether it was her choice or not. Yeah, you know, you went by what the studio said back then, so. It didn't matter if you wanted yeah. to be a big actress. You did what you had to do. Yeah, to that, that was shocking to me. <laughs> so, yeah, her whole transformation is, like, really something that I'm fascinated by. But, but you know, for a sad reason, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> um, something else that Rita talked about, Moreno, back to Rita Moreno. <laughs> <laughs> um, when her mom and her moved over here, uh, she was talking about, she moved to New York, um, how she talked about that there were certain blocks, kind of like West Side Story a little bit. Certain blocks, this is where the Greeks live. Certain blocks, this is where the Jews live. This is where the African Americans live. This is where the Latinos live. You don't want to go down this block because that's not where your people are. And that was like so funny to listen to because my mom lived in New York for a couple of years when she was younger too. And it was the same thing. Now, she didn't really, like, get beat up, like, in West Side Story. But I, I believe picture that for <laughs> your mom. So. But I believe she lived, she definitely lived on the same block as Greeks and I think Italians, maybe? Definitely Greeks, though. She learned a little bit of Greek there, too. So I was just like, oh, connection, my mom there. New York lifestyle back in the day. Something else that a lot of people don't know about is that I think this was her first role. Not Maybe not her first role. But uh, Megan and I, I were very was, shocked. I when think it was one of her first. One, her, one of her first, yeah. Around there. A big time movie called, um, excuse me, musical 
Singing in the Rain. She made a, a little appearance then. I was yeah. absolutely shocked when I learned this. I remember Same. 100%. I remember the moment that I learned it too. Because I found it on Instagram because Atis Turner Classic Movies, the channel, um, they were doing a marathon of her movies. I don't know what it was, but like, I think it was like her birthday or something like that yeah. like a couple years ago. And they were doing a whole run of her movies and I saw Singing in the Rain on there. And I was like, wait a second. That makes no sense. I know that movie by heart. Yep. That's yep. one of my, it's one of my favorite movies, as we've discussed. It is absolutely, it's my go-to sick classic movie, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I almost considered watching that today, too, actually. I watched it the other day because I wasn't feeling too good um, after I got my booster. So I was just like, okay, I, I need something happy. I watched Lucy and I watched Singing in the Rain. <laughs> um, but... I remember I had to look it up because I was like, I need to find out what character she plays and I need to rewatch this movie. It was a good excuse for me to rewatch it. I always, I don't need an excuse, but I love an excuse. Um, and I remember I sent it to you and I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I did not I was like, know. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> she was How in, did I in the rain. And she plays the, the, ideal flapper girl Mm -hmm. who comes out and she's in the very beginning of the movie and then a couple little scenes um she plays zelda in the movie her name so she's got red hair it's it's very different you don't recognize her unless you know what rita moreno looked like when she was young younger Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's so cute she like all her little outfits are so adorable i'm like oh my god so Yes, if you do watch Singing in the Rain, look out for her because she is adorable in the movie, even if she doesn't have very many lines. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, it's like maybe 30 seconds, but she's so, oh, she's so cute and she's so funny. Yeah, it's just a cute little, I think it's like a cute little cameo kind of role, but I think she's on screen maybe like three times. But, you know, towards the end, she does play a pivotal part in ratting out the secret. <laughs> That is that her at the end too again no so she actually because uh lena lamont doesn't know that kathy's on the set mm-hmm. um and it was zelda that told her <laughs> so they both walk up and wait uh, i only know her when she's getting out of the car no she's technically in the movie three times what so that's the last what? Time okay now i have to watch her. it oh yeah, my god i thought it was just you... the beginning no that's the last time we see her and then after the like after that moment of like you know you have that moment where Debbie Reynolds is not really in the movie and when they find her again when she's doing the whole like dance sequence it's mm-hmm. so pretty that dance sequence her outfit is gorgeous that purple dress um but she's in that scene um because they're saying oh she should play uh, Zelda's kid sister and she's just sitting there like she's not doing anything but she's sitting in it like on a seat because she's supposed to be like the main actress in the movie um so she's technically in the movie three times so oh my god next time you watch it keep an eye out for her absolutely (laughs) um and in addition to that one she said she actually witnessed gene kelly perform singing in the rain yep my god what a piece of history to see my good i can't that's insane (laughs) i know just to see, like, him or Fred Astaire just dance in person, I, mm, no. They're, oh, my God, I'd die. Um, continuing on, another movie I really liked. I haven't seen it in years, and I think I've only seen it once or twice, but I loved it when I was a kid, was The Canaan Eye. And they showed a clip of her in it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I remember her. <laughs> And I, of course, I had no idea it was her, but I, I want to watch Keenan Knight. And I just checked HBO Max. I don't think they have it. And it made me really sad because I probably would have watched it today. But I'm sure fine. we can find it on something. This something. is one that I actually have never seen. It's one of those rare classic movies that I'm like, I have not seen it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's day, really good. One day I will watch it. But I remember when they showed like a clip of it, I didn't even recognize her. I was like, they yeah. make her look completely different. Yeah. Which she does talk about in the documentary, um, the roles that she took kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but 
you know, you don't even recognize her. And I remember like watching like little clips that they would show and I was like, that's not her. <laughs> I know. It's like, that's, oh, that's crazy. I want to watch that movie again so much. I would like to see it at least once because, yeah. you know, it's it's a very big classic movie. So I'm like, one day I, I will watch it. And I love musicals too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. how have I not? So going a little into her dark past, um, unfortunately, Rita Moreno, she was talking about like the whole Me Too movement and whatnot. Of course, back in the day, um, women, especially Latinos or Latinas, were very like sexualized. Um, and unfortunately, the one that big thing that really shocked me was uh her agent her own agent actually raped her while she was on her period and he remained her agent after that as well that i'm just how did she how did she go on after that my god that was definitely a really hard section to watch and listen to um Because I remember she was very heavily involved in the Me Too movement as one of the older actresses um, who, like, you didn't... I don't remember her, like, talking out about it, but I do remember she was very, like, involved. She was always like, no, this isn't right. And they're actually... The time that they're recording this, it's around the time that the whole Brett Kavanaugh trial was going on. So she gives commentary of that because... It's Rita Moreno. (laughs) But, yeah, no, she was really involved in the Me Too movement, and that was definitely a big shock because, again, I can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. Like, and especially, like, to have him remain her agent even longer afterwards, like, that's really, I can't even, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she obviously definitely goes into it more. Highly recommend you watch it. Get it in her own words. We won't Mm -hmm. talk too much about it. Um, one thing I I thought, I really thought she would have mentioned it just for like a minute. And I was really upset she didn't, but it's fine. Um, she didn't mention Elvis. She dated (laughs) Elvis probably very briefly, but she never mentioned him. I'm like, girl... I do. That was I. I did miss that. Honestly, she goes very extensively into her relationship with Marlon Brando. Actually, which I just Rita, I love you, and of course (laughs) I wasn't there at the time. But how you chose Marlon or over Elvis? Elvis not being as good of a kisser. I'm. I'm sorry. I don't see it. I choose Elvis a hundred percent of the time. You just don't like Marlon Brando. (laughs) I mean. I he mm, no one because the way he treated Rita I don't support that whatsoever. Neither um, do I. Two, but still, <laughs> I have only seen one movie of his that I really am not a fan of. If you guys listen to past podcasts, you know which one it is. Like, and his his acting was fine. Like, he's a good actor. I just he he doesn't kill me a, though. It was, was just that was actor. a terrible movie. I it was horrible. <laughs> So I know he's in Guys and Dolls. I'll give him a chance in Guys and Dolls. I say watch that one. He at some he's point not bad at it, but he does like he does give that like yeah. charisma. You know that, what? Like... The Godfather. When he's older, I'll give him a chance in The Godfather. There we go. That is still one I have never seen. As blasphemous as that sounds, it is. I mean, I, I haven't either. It's on the list to watch, of course. One day I haven't yet. Yeah. One day I will watch it. I just need to. Take the time. Throughout a time piece, yeah. that's going to be one that, like, is going to take me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I need to, I want to be able to, like, focus on it. So, like, I don't want any outside distractions. So, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to watch this, I'm going to watch it. Like, mm-hmm. I did that with a couple other movies when um, we did our overrated classic films. Um, I The most notable I did it with was Casablanca. Mm-hmm. And that ended up being one of my new favorite um uh, movie classics. Yeah. That could be I need to watch inter- that again. That could be something interesting to do because I have some new favorites. Um, but definitely, you know, but I want to be able to focus on that one in particular. So, mm-hmm. just because it is such a big movie. <laughs> so, Marlon Brando will love this. We're going to talk a little bit more about him because he was a big part of Rita Moreno's life. <laughs> oh, Megan, this part. 
I like my jaw dropped and I was like, no, when Rita said this, she said this about Marlon. He's the daddy I could never please. No, why would you say it that way? Oh, no. I'm grossed out very much so. It's very weird to hear oh, wait, it now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird to hear it now, but like, it, yeah, I'll admit that's very weird phrasing. Like, I get it. <laughs> like, I get where I she was coming to. I'm from. I'm sorry. I get where she was coming from when she said it. Just right just, now, like, especially in our, like. In our generation. Yeah. In our generation, in our, like, culture of how we say things. It's a very weird phrase. I'm like, no, no, please don't. Yeah. No. My it's- reaction. Oh, you should have seen my live reaction when I heard that. Yeah, no. So she <laughs> um, she does go into really extensive. There's like a whole good. There's two good chunks of like sections where she talks about guys in her life. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. when She talks about her marriage in the end. And then when she talks about Marlon Brando. Yep. So, but she loved him. So yeah, he, she was. He was a very big part of her life. She was head over heels for him. That's for sure. I never even knew. Honestly, I never even knew that they had been together. That was mm-hmm. a whole new. I think they were on and off. Also, yeah, they were on and off several times for several years. I believe. Oh, for um, sure. To the point where uh, he got her pregnant and made her get the abortion, which is, was common back then. Um, the studios doing that to stars and whatnot, especially if you're out of wedlock. Um, and she, he was the reason for her suicide attempts as well. Mm-hmm. Thankfully they did not go through and she's still here with us cause we need her. <laughs> um, but Another line that I know Megan and I both love when oh, she, was she was doing a speaking <laughs> event and she's just like, you've ever been so obsessed with someone? That's how Marlon felt about himself. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I thought she was going to say that. That's how I felt about Marlon. I'm like, oh, honey, no, not him. Anyone else but him. <laughs> and that's how Marlon felt about Marlon. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. It I love that she can joke about it now. Like I, yeah, I love that. I think it's so awesome. Yeah, and then the other crazy thing is, seven years after attempting suicide because of Marlon Brando, she did a movie with him. Hmm. I and do that, actually. I need to see this movie as well. Yeah, because I, I just want to now. <laughs> that scene that they show. My goodness. Yeah, they. And I love, it makes me want to watch the movie even more because it seems so real, like, in the scene that they filmed. And they talked about how she really just went at it. (laughs) And the director just kept filming it. So it feels like, I feel like watching it would feel very, like, powerful. So that's definitely on my list of things to watch. But I wish I could remember what the movie was. But... Yeah, Yeah, we could just Google it. Yeah, if you Google it and look up Rita Moreno, Marlon Brando movie, you know, look it up for yourself. Sorry. (laughs) And yeah, and uh, she's like, I didn't know she did like so many like speaking events either, um, which is really cool. I'd love to go to one of them if we find out how to go one day. Yeah, no, she's really (laughs) into activism, which I guess I can credit Marlon Brando for one thing that is good is he got her really into, like, really, like, activism in general because she was really big in a lot of different movements. Mm-hmm. I love that they show clips, like, she's sitting right next to Sammy Davis Jr. and so many other celebrities are like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, there is one quote she does say at the end of the film, though, uh, that everyone should hear because it's true and it makes you feel a little bit motivated and satisfied, content, whatever you need to hear. So this is what Rita says, and it's just a good thing to hear. Examine yourself and finding value in yourself is the only way to become a whole person. I think that still rings true. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone needs to hear that. <laughs> yeah. That's why I wrote it down, because I was like, you know what? That's important. That is true. 
definitely could agree with that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, uh, Miss Queen Rita Moreno won Best Supporting Actress at the Oscars for West Side Story for her role as Anita, which is obviously the best character. We love Bernardo, too, but, of course, West Side Story is her movie because America, best scene, best dance. It's, yeah, that that's the whole reason I watch West Side Story. Honestly, um, like, it's... I- it's really bad because I 100% will watch West Side Story and just fast forward to everything. Honestly, yeah. Like, I haven't watched it in years. But I if I did, through, I would do the same thing. Just watch the Rita parts. I just go through. I remember I rewatched it for overrated movies because I wasn't sure if it was going to appear in the list or not. I hadn't looked at the list in a while. And I know it's one of the movies that people find overrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I don't know. I watch it now and I'm like, you know, I watch all the musical numbers for the most part. Like some of them I skip. But, you know, it's you can't skip any part that she's in. So Absolutely not. <laughs> but it's crazy. Queen. She talks about some of the filming of that, like, movie. Um, and it's insane. Like, uh-huh. really thinking about it. But obviously she's an amazing dancer. And she, like, really represented a lot of, like, I didn't realize she was one of the only people who was actually, like, Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I didn't realize that. They, like, you know, they heavily make up to everybody else. They even heavily make up to her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still crazy to me that, like, they were still doing that even for a movie like this. Like, I don't know. I guess that's one thing I could make, I could give the new West Side Story credit for is, like, they actually did go with actors and actresses who were, like, actually Latino and Latina. Like, I, like is it that hard? <laughs> <laughs> so, but back then it was. So, I guess mm-hmm. so. Um yeah, and she also has the record for the shortest Oscar speech. I love her speech so uh, much. And she makes so many jokes about it now that I mm-hmm. think it's so cute. Like, I remember they talked about back when she re-wore her Oscar dress. Oh, I love that she um, did that. Which I thought was adorable. My heart. She, she went on a talk show and someone was like, well, what would you say now, like, if you were doing it? And she pulls the paper out of her, like, out of her bra, basically, she goes, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I and saw that. It's so, so perfect. funny. <laughs> oh, I love her. Oh, it was so good. It was so perfect. I was like, oh and my goodness. And you're like, just watch it. Like, I've seen that several times. And in the documentary, when I was watching it again, they showed it again. It gives me chills every time just watching her run mm-hmm. up there. And that dress is gorgeous, of course. Oh, yeah. Her uh, whole look that night. I loved her hair oh, mostly. It's so perfect. Yeah. Like, Dapper Day. Dapper Day. We got to do it. Oh, my God. Her hair was gorgeous Gorgeous. on her Oscar night. But I remember she talked about, too, like, like they told her, like, everybody in that community, the, like, how you talked about how there were different communities in New York um, and probably even in L.A., too. I can't even imagine. Um, But how everybody had their windows up. Because, and they were all watching the Oscars to see if she would win. And when she did, like, there were a bunch, there was like an eruption of like cheers that everyone told her happened. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Representation. So. We love it. <laughs> um, and then one big shocker Morgan Freeman talking on this documentary. Now I'm like, you guys know each other? Right. He appeared and I was like, wait a second, why is Morgan Freeman here? Like, like of course, like, now, weird, yeah, but... <laughs> nowadays, you know each other. Sure, you're both fabulous actors. No, back in the <laughs> 70s, they did a TV show together, which was the biggest shock. I think this is, like, where Morgan Freeman got to start, too. I didn't even know Morgan Freeman did TV. <laughs> I'm, like, so I'm actually researching it right now because I know we forgot what it was called. It's called The Electric Company. They did a show together back in the day. I was, like, that was the biggest shock to me. I was, like, wow. I love him. I've got a bunch of TV shows already that I have on my list. We might as well add that one to it. (laughs) Yeah, right here says it's only one season, so yeah. Yeah, Maybe I should take a pause in like my other shows because I'm still trying to get through Bewitched, which 
again, is a great show. Obviously, I recommend that because classic. Um, but that's more of like a 60s to 70s show. So we don't obviously go too much into detail of like the 60s. And, well, we go into the 60s, but 70s, yes. not really. Um, um, I am actually looking into it. It says it's one season, but it ran for six years. So. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It is Emmy winning Creators of Sesame Street. That would make sense. It, do- it feels very Sesame Street to me. Dude, it reminded me of like the Doodle Bops. Yeah. <laughs> I like I don't watch I hardly we watch the Doodle Bops, but there. I did love it. Yeah, we there just, you go, guys. We just it reminded me her. so much of the Doodle Bops. I mean to be fair, I we were post Doodle Bops. Yeah. But I have younger siblings, so they watched. Yeah. <laughs> so they watched it. So like that was um, Those are the vibes it got gave me for sure. Yeah. No, that's, that's so crazy. Weird. That's, that's so really funny. funny. I, oh my God. I, that just really, because I wasn't thinking that at first, but now thinking back at it, I'm like, oh my God, that makes a lot of sense. I wonder, I just wonder if like the Doodle Bobs took from that at all. It would I don't know. Who knows? Me. I think it'd be so cool if it did actually. Like, I mean, there were other shows like it, but I remember yeah. thinking to myself, like, the Total Bops is really weird. Like, yeah. I remember... The, this is the, this is the one, though. I'm just like, that is the connection. I, I'm going to watch it, though. I do want to watch the show now, because it really does remind me of that. And obviously, I would love to see Rita Moreno and Morgan Freeman act together. I think that's really funny. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> yes. Um, but one thing I found really interesting, and this is, I don't know if it's a sidebar, but, like, I guess she had a catchphrase that she would always say on the show. Yeah. And she would scream, hey, you guys. And I was re-watching One Day at a Time, which is another show that she does. Yes, we love and, it. Oh, my God. This is another one. Um, if you guys have not seen it. It is a remake. It. There was an original. This is yes, a remake, but it's it very is good a remake. still. It is a remake. It is definitely, it's modern days. It's not mm-hmm. anything older. Just if you're looking for a more updated show to watch Brita Moreno in. I um, might rewatch it. Just highly her, recommend, of course. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend One Day at a Time if you want a modern show to watch her in. Because she is amazing. She's one of the best characters in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that phrase at the end of... <laughs> Um, at the end of season one and I wish I had known that because that would have made so much more like that would have meant so much more to me but now mm-hmm. like I want to watch the show and then rewatch once one day at a time yeah um just because I think the references are hilarious but she does another reference too um that I hadn't picked up the first time that I watched it um but I remember the second time I watched it she does a reference to Marilyn Monroe in what? one of the episodes so they're throwing a birthday party for one of the characters Mm -hmm. and she comes out with the birthday cake and she starts singing happy birthday (gasps) and everybody i know what you're talking singing and she goes no no just me and she sings happy birthday in the way that marilyn monroe sang happy birthday to JFK. Oh my god. Um, and like that like we and like that Mr. Like, President. Like that sexual kind of way. Because it, it, it's like if you don't know this song this mm-hmm. scene um of Marilyn Monroe, look it up because it's very iconic and it's yeah. very well known. Um it's what basically like is the big thing about how she had an affair with JFK. Like all that stuff. Um yeah, I'm really big on Marilyn Monroe history, so. <laughs> um, but I watched it the second time, and I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, that reminds me of something. I couldn't quite put my finger on it at the time, because at the time I was just watching the show, I was like, this mm-hmm, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second time watching it, I was analyzing it more, and I watched it, I was like, oh my god, this is perfect. <laughs> So that show has a couple old Hollywood references and Rita Moreno is so perfect in it. Um, we'll get into one day at a time later because Christina has a story about one day at a yeah, time. Yeah, just a little one. Yeah. Um, but 
So I just thought that was so funny how she said this catchphrase from this TV show we're talking about now. And then it made me think of the Marilyn Monroe reference. So I had to say it. That's so (laughs) funny. Oh, my God. I love it. You thinking about it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you know what scene I'm talking about. But that is a reference, too. Oh, my gosh. I maybe I'll watch that tonight. Start (laughs) rewatching it again. It's really it holds up so well. It really does. I I I wish they hadn't canceled. That's one show. Netflix cancels so many good shows, and it always makes me so mad because, ugh, it really does. I I can't even find the extended episodes, like past because it got picked up for another season. Yeah, but then it didn't go any further um, from CBS. So, but I can't find those episodes anywhere because I liked those episodes too. So, mm-hmm. I'm like, where did they go? Um, and apparently, somewhere, there is an animated episode of One Day at a Time that has Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yep. Yep. Yes, ma'am. I can't find this episode anywhere, and it makes me so mad because I want to watch it. I thought it was released. Yeah, somehow we're going to have to find it. Yeah. I as we mentioned, we love Lin-Manuel Miranda in this house and uh, on this podcast. The actors and actresses, they've posted clips about it, but I'm like, where is this episode? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to find it one day somewhere. And if I do, or if you do, we'll send it to each other. Because yes, absolutely. Obviously, Rita Moreno and Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, my God. I'm, honestly, I'm happy it's an animated episode because I would hate myself so much for not being in the audience honestly. for that episode. I was going to, like, lose my mind. <laughs> so good thing it was just an animated episode. Thank God. Very true. Um. But we'll obviously can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So my little story, I'll just say it right now. My little story. Um, a few years ago, I, my mom and I were able to be in a live audience of one of the tapings of One Day at a Time. And, of course, Rita Moreno was there. And she was the greatest thing, just coming out, dancing, all her sassy remarks and everything. And it was just, ugh. It was so cool. And that, that I think that was the longest taping we've ever been to. That was like five, five and a half hours for, for a 30-minute episode. Usually, if everything goes quickly, like on time, it's like three and a half. Um, so, yeah, it was a long, long day. That's dri- crazy. Driving two hours there, two hours back. Did I they was at least feed asleep. you? <laughs> yes, you do get food, yeah. Because I remember um, the Will and Grace episode, they fed us, so that was nice. Yeah, yeah, they do feed you. Um, the food changes sometimes, usually it's sandwiches or pizza on a good day. But, um, yeah, they do feed us. But, yeah, we saw Rita Moreno in person. That was amazing. Uh, she was 83 at the time. She, I can't remember what exactly she said, but she made, like, a sassy, hilarious remark um, to the girl that plays her granddaughter. I just, I remember dying. I don't know. She was mentioned something about her age. She's like, I'm 83 years old. I can say this or do this. I don't know. It was just so funny because it's Rena. Oh, it was hilarious. Um, oh, yeah. Something else about her age. This woman is 87 years old and driving in L.A. still. Oh, my God. I'm 25. <laughs> I'm 24. Oh, my God. I'm not Almost 25 20, yet. Yeah. I'm- it's coming. Ew, don't say that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I am not 25 yet. I don't want to get used to saying that. Oh, 24, 24 forever. Um. <laughs> go back to 18. Uh-huh. Actually, 21. Go back to 21. Ew, don't go back to 18. Go back to 21. <laughs> 22. 22 is good. 22, 22 isn't bad. 23 actually was a pretty good year for me. This is really off topic. Uh, That's yeah, fine. 23 was a good year for me. I didn't have really anything going on. I had a good job. I I could go with 23. It was pre-pandemic, so like it was like right before the pandemic was about to start. Mm-hmm. So I was like 23 wasn't too too bad, but anyway. Yeah, so- this woman is 87 years old and still driving in Los Angeles. I don't know how I I hate driving at my age in Los Angeles because like it's you awful. gotta be on top of everything, and I don't like, yeah I don't know how she does it. But props to her. I want to like her. Honestly, like that's intense. Yeah, but we love her. Um, this is a to me. I rated a ten out of ten for this documentary. Um, like I said earlier on. Uh, 
when you watch the film, you will find out why it's called Just a Girl Who Decided to Go For It, which is, it's so cute. The reason behind it, it it's adorable. I love it. Um, the thing I really like, I don't know, because I'm, like, really into movies and, like, film and whatnot, I think I picked it up in this case. Uh, not everyone does. But I really love how she talks directly to the camera to make it feel, it, it makes it feel personal. Like, it's just you It feels you very intimate. Her. Like, it, it is her telling you specifically her life story. Yeah, because usually it's, like, someone's off the side of the camera and they're, like, being properly interviewed. Like, her eye contact is off the, the camera. And, yeah. Like, that's how it usually is done for interviews. But this one, she's literally talking to you through the camera. And I really love that. Like you said, it's very intimate. And it's like she's grabbing you from her seat to tell you her story. I think it's really I just, interesting. I love that. Yeah. And it's but very inspiring. You learn a lot. Um, she's do. so cute. I, love her. I, I did learn a lot more than I definitely expected, especially about her personal life. Like, mm-hmm. I, I learned, like, you know, about her life kind of, like, post, like, acting, you know, how, you know, after she won her Oscar, she couldn't really get roles. Yeah. Um, I learned about, like, she talks about her marriage, too, like, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I didn't even know about any of that, so. Same. I had I didn't know anything about that either. I was, like, that was super interesting to me because, like, you know, you learn about, like, her acting career. Like, that's pretty big. But, like, a good last bit of the movie is just her talking about like her personal life like Mm -hmm. her daughter her husband um she reveals some things that I found definitely interesting um about her husband so Mm -hmm. you know um it's it's a definitely very interesting documentary you know I I'm grateful to have learned even more it makes me want to do even more research and watch even more of her movies. Um, not gonna lie, the representation might get me pretty upset, mm-hmm. but but we're prepared. Um, we we know but it's we're prepared. Coming. We know it's coming. Um, know that it's coming too. If you do watch any of her movies um, after watching this documentary, um, but if you want good representation, watch her in West Side Story because um, that feels good. That makes me feel like okay, this is really good. Um, I don't know yet if I'm going to watch the new one. <laughs> I I think she, I've come up to the conclusion. Well, I, I've had this conclusion the whole time. And I told you this. When I saw the trailer, no offense to the current actors, I kind of cringed, to put it nicely, with the accents. Yeah. Which, they of are... course, the accents back then weren't great either, but I just, I don't know. Maybe it was just the trailer. Maybe the film would be different. I kind of know someone that's a Jet. He's a dancer in the film. He's the main reason I will watch the film. Um, and, of course, Rita Moreno has cameo appearances so for her, too. Um, thank God she's in it, uh, as she should be. I have heard from but... a lot of people that the main, like, the main people that you should watch the movie for is the guy who plays Riff, the guy who plays Bernardo, and the new Anita apparently is really good, which I've seen her in a lot of movies recently. She, if I'm correct, what I heard, she's the bullet in Hamilton. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Um, so she did Hamilton, obviously. Um, yeah. Broadway so there you actress. go. You know her dancing is yeah, up, and then top notch. So she's a good singer. So because if you watch, she's in another movie, um, The Prom, which is on Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, I still need to watch that. It's a it's an okay movie. It's Meryl Streep singing as well. So I mean, if you can get past watching James Corden, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> you can't tell my thought process for James Corden and musicals. Um, so. If you can get past that, basically, um, the movie is actually pretty decent. Um, it does have Nicole Kidman, which after, I don't know how I feel about her right now, but she actually has one of the um, better songs in the um, uh, in the movie. She does like a Bob Fosse style number, uh, which I think is really interesting. Um, but she is in that movie... Um, Ariana DeBose is and I love her song her song is my favorite in the entire movie so 
I, she's a great singer. I definitely want to see it as well. I think she could pull off this role, and I have seen her dancing in some of the trailers. It's really good. Um, so apparently those are the three that you should watch the movie for and have the best um, acting, I guess. But I don't know. <laughs> like, what are what are your thoughts on watching it? And then I'll give you mine, I guess. <laughs> I will watch it when it's for free on streaming. I am not paying money to watch it. Like I said, I am there to support Rita Moreno. And my friend, Kyle Allen, hi. <laughs> uh, he, like I said, he's a dancer in the jet. Um, he probably does not remember me. No, there's no way he remembers me. <laughs> but we did the Nutcracker Ballet several years ago, many years ago now, actually. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's how I, I know him. Yeah. I think, uh, personally, I would, I would love to wait until it goes on for free. But I think... Like, if this goes on Amazon Prime and it has an option for me to rent it, like, for, like, three bucks or, like, four bucks, I can do that. Per- that's just me personally. I know you – I know I have – you have your opinions, but, like – I'm also pers- just really cheap. <laughs> personally, no offense, but that is true. Yes. <laughs> None taken. None taken. Um, I am Fred from I Love Lucy, I, and I'm fine I, with that. I have known you for long enough that I think I'm able to say that without being offensive. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> Feel free. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a compliment, actually, yeah. nowadays. I, I commend it because I am not, and I wish I was. <laughs> um, but, no, I, I think I would be willing to rent it if it is less than the price of a movie ticket. So, mm. but then a matinee movie ticket, keeping in mind matinees are like 10 bucks right now, like nine ninety nine. So if it is less than like nine bucks for me to rent this movie, I would pay for it. But 99.9% sure it is not going to be available for rent. So we will wait till it goes for free. Yes. <laughs> so, cause most likely when it gets out of theaters, it'll go to like pay $25 to watch it and own it. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. So, cause what if I don't like the movie? I don't want to own it. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And you yeah. don't even own it. It's on the television. You don't have an actual DVD to hold. I'm very picky on this and very old school still. I like having a DVD. I know they're practically extinct, but I like having the actual thing. That will be a topic for another time. I will leave it at that. I definitely, I, I like that. I own most of my favorite, favorite movies on DVD. I like to have the physical copy as well. I'm the same way with books too. Like I have a Kindle. Agreed. I got one for Christmas. I love it so much. Um, but like I do have some of my favorite books on paperback. So like if I love a book series or like I love a book so much, like I do like having the physical copy just because usually the covers are gorgeous. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely I am the same exact way. But I can do like rentals on the TV because like or like obviously streaming I don't mind that um but like my favorite favorite things I like to have physical copies of because those you're gonna keep forever and you know it's it just goes on with itself you know I know DVDs are extinct I've actually been Christina knows I've been having a fight with my DVD player this is a brand new DVD player guys that I just bought like not even a like couple months ago and it isn't working <laughs> i've bought cables i have tried multiple different hdmi hookups and everything so i think I'm, my last hope is that i'm going to try it on a dvd on a different tv and if it doesn't work i am going to scream <laughs> yeah that that uh, sounds good to me too scream for sure well cuz i'm freaking out cuz uh, remember I texted Christine about this Hulu now has an expiration date on I Love Lucy Ugh. and I am Rude. terrified Come on, that Hulu. it's Rude. going to go away I mean I have Paramount Plus which is where I think it's going to go yeah. um, because it's CBS, CBS. Yeah. so and they already have a couple episodes on there not all the episodes that Hulu has which means like some of my like favorites are not on there which sucks because like if you're going to put it on CBS, at least have every episode. Yeah. Like, come on guys, please. They don't, they don't even put out every episode. So it's like, 
you watch all the like if you're trying to watch i love lucy in order you're not going to watch it in order on Mm -hmm. hulu yeah you're going to miss certain parts it's like all of a sudden she goes from oh you know these backstory episodes of like when they talk about how she's pregnant Mm -hmm. to suddenly she has the baby yeah and it's like when did she even tell him which is one of my favorite episodes um so I did buy the series a while ago. I think I've mentioned that. Mm-hmm. But it's on DVD and I've been wanting to watch it. So the fact that this DVD player is not working is making me very sad. So, yes, I I like thank, having Thank you for coming copies. to Megan's TED Talk rant today. <laughs> I had to because you mentioned DVDs mm-hmm. and that was my rant for the day because I've been very mad at this um, DVD. I've been very mad at this DVD player and I'm sorry, but someone was going to have to listen to this. That's perfectly all right. <laughs> at, Back work, to work. <laughs> at work, too, someone's like, sorry for my rant. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And I'm like, yes. Like, we all need to rant. It's, it's fine. Honestly. Anyway. But... So, yes, continuing. Um, <laughs> obviously, we love Rita Moreno. We love this documentary. Go watch it on Netflix in the U.S. I'm sure it's on other um, Netflixes in the con- other countries as well. Yes. Um, if not, it this out. is worth it. I will say, this is worth if you can rent it. Yeah, rent it. I yeah, would say. for sure. Um, she's. Oh, I just love her. She's so cute. She's <laughs> so big. She's so dramatic. Oh, I love her. We love you, Rita Moreno. We love you here. Yes, definitely for <laughs> sure. So, Megan, we did it. This is <laughs> our last episode of 2021. New Year's I've... Eve. Wow. <laughs> New Year 2022. It's here. It's coming. Wow. Wow. That's insane. This year went by so quickly. It did. I I'm Is this how each year <laughs> if this is how each year is gonna go now? It's just gonna go by so fast. Like we said, we're almost twenty-five. Ew, stop mentioning oh it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so close to thirty. Oh my gosh. Ew, goodness. that's even worse. Oh my gosh. Like I'm like thirties are gonna be great. I'm just not ready for them yet. It's just coming so fast. Like, our early 20s are gone. That just makes me sad. <laughs> I mean, part of me is kind of okay with it. I hated my t- early 20s. Like, maybe 25 and beyond will be better. But I I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the next year what holds. What the future holds, man. Uh, our life. No never knows. Our life but. is still going. So. But I'm quite proud of us for this podcast. We kept it up for a good year. And I want to keep making more episodes, obviously, but... Yes, and we will. <laughs> obviously, we had that couple months break because life just got insane. Yes. Um, and it, it'll happen, but like we said, just stick around, follow us on our Instagram, and which is at 20th.centurygirls. There you go. Go follow us. That is when you'll find out right when the podcast is uploaded. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you guys in the new year.